0: Hello! How are you? I hope you're doing good. I hope you had a fabulous day and I hope that you're kind of like able to catch a little breath because that's definitely where we are in the season. Um, that's where I'm at mentally and I'm loving it getting ready for, um, winter and getting every all the fall, you know, really fun things wrapped up. So, uh, we're kind of in like a a reflective mode. Um, and and it's kind of fun honestly um today we're going to be talking about um how how we manage time and kind of schedule out your time um during like summer chaos and this is going to like more so focus on like um the the main production months that we have here at the farm so um this is going to kind of do a deep dive into um, what our schedule looks like here at the farm based on, and we'll we'll get into more of like the day-to-day, like this is what we do on Mondays, this is what we do on Tuesdays, in the second half of the episode. But um, the first half we're going to talk about, you know, just kind of like how I think about things when it comes to prioritizing um, so that we you can kind of get an idea of, you know, what I uh, kind of hold at a higher priority when it comes to daily tasks. So, that's what we're gonna be talking about um once again i have failed to do an introduction so um (laughs) my name is drew (laughs) and this is the between me and drew podcast so thank you for being here uh this is episode four of season two and um I'm honestly having a blast with this. I'm so looking forward to uh, the winter months coming up so that I can devote a lot of time to these episodes and um, really make this the best that we can be. So, um, thank you for being here. I own and operate Clara Joyce Flowers, which is a specialty cut flower farm located in the northwestern corner of Illinois. Um, and our f- primary focus uh, when it comes to production um, at first uh channel of sale is wholesale. Um so we deliver um and sell primarily to florists in Chicago, Madison, um and in the Midwest in general. Um and we also do a um wedding and event design um side of the business too. So uh in a typical season we'll do anywhere between 60 and 75 weddings every year. Um and uh we're very very thankful for all of our clients and our staff and crew who are able to make all of this happen and to really bring Clara Joyce to life. Um, So in order to make all of that happen, uh, we really do need to manage and prioritize time and tasks and all of those things. So um, that's what we're going to be talking about. Let's dive into it. I've got my LaCroix by my side. (laughs) and We're good to go. So, um, to start off, really, the, the the main thing to kind of wrap your mind around is prioritizing can be hard, especially when you um, feel like you're so, so wrapped up in all of the tasks that are continuing to, you know, mound and pile up around you. Um, and it can be kind of difficult to, you know, be able to grant yourself even the time to step back and objectively look at all of the things that you have going on around you Um and and i'm not necessarily here to tell you oh make a list it makes it easier because yeah you can make a list and it does make it a little bit easier but sometimes that list is like still beyond helping and it just makes it worse sometimes um so my my goal for this is to kind of present an an unconventional way to look at things um And this is kind of how we've been able to work through, especially like the spring crunch. Like in the springtime, you've got seed starting, you've got propagation, you've got planting, weeding, maintaining, irrigation repair, making beds, more planting. Cages need to be built and put out into the fields. We've got greenhouses that need attention from winter damage. All of that stuff is happening. Um, And you you can also apply that same like chaotic mental state Um, to summer as well just because at that point in the season there's so many weddings there's so much floral going in and out being harvested and delivered and shipped and it can be a lot so what we kind of do is when it comes to making lists um, for crew or making priority lists um, I kind of think of things as um, hours And not like hours in a day, but hours in like a school day or periods. Um, So first period, you had band. And second period, you had, you know, math 101. And third period, you had intro to human anatomy or or whatever your class schedule might have been. But if we think of it in kind of like a loose sense, um, you can... Kind of break it down and make it a little bit easier to prioritize things so if you were to think like okay what needs to be done by first and second hour or first and second period of the day um, those were always the things that i put the most priority on the night before um, because i i knew that i needed to get those topics and that those specific homework pieces complete um, and if you were to apply that to what we do on a daily basis um, that's going to be things that need to be done like immediately, which is going to look different for every season. Um, so if we were to think about you know, spring or summer, um, those really high priority things are going to be th- um, topics like seeding or transplanting or irrigation. Because if you aren't seeding or transplanting, you're not going to have anything to harvest. And if you're not getting your irrigation systems set up and in place, those things are going to die once you get them planted. Um, if you don't get rains, which have become more and more unpredictable, so um, getting that that in is is huge. Um, if you were to kind of apply this to like the summer, like if you're in the summer, um, it's gonna look a little bit different. but for this case, this first first round first hour, um, these are the things that you know are a really high priority. If you kind of go into the next step you know what can wait until midday or hours you know three through five um so you've gotten your first two homework assignments turned in for your first two classes now you're going off to pe so you've got a little more breathe breathing space but um midday that's going to be things um like harvesting and weeding um if we're still in spring a spring mindset Um, If we were to apply this for summer, um, your midday activities are going to be things that are probably not super um, uh, taxing outside because it's it's hot. It's hotter than shit outside here in this middle of summer um so instead of doing things like harvesting that are putting a lot of stress on the plants and the cuts that you're that you're harvesting um, and taking off of those plants um let's let's shift and do something a little um easier easier on the body easier on the mind easier on the plants um so that would be things like everybody wash buckets or everybody you know boxes or everybody you know do something that can be a little mindless which honestly is not a bad thing um, just for a few hours until temperatures start to drop um, or we can get into a shade house and all work on something together um, that's going to be a little bit easier for everyone as you're kind of finishing up, um, your priorities, um, then you could think, you know, what are we going to do for like the end of the day? Um, and that would be things like processing, counting bunches, sleeving, packing the cooler, etc. And I don't want you to think of, you know, you have to do all of these things in the course of every single day. And that's not, that's not where I want you to, to think of this. Um, this, this, concept of thinking of tasks in your job as um like a school day um in reality is going to take a lot more than one work day. Um so this is going to be this you could stretch this over a 7 day period. You could stretch this over a month period. Um so don't think that you need to get all of this done in a day because that's very unrealistic and it's not good for anybody um to to put yourself under that much stress. Um, so With that in mind, you know, if you are looking at this kind of system or this uh, schedule system over a week period, it might be a little bit easier. So, Monday, Tuesday, which you could equate to hours one and two, um, you're going to be working on seeding or transplanting. Um, hours, you know, three through five, which would be your midweek. Um, You could be working on harvesting and weeding, which would then kind of lead you into um, wrapping up your week, prepping for markets or weddings, um, which was going to be things like your processing, your counting your bunches, your sleeving, your making bouquets, since you've already done the prep work to get to that point. Um, So instead of looking at one big giant long list of things that you need to get done um, for the week on Sunday night or Saturday when you're you know thinking about all of this stuff, um, it kind of helps to break it down um, by a day, day-to-day basis. Um, so you could also take into account or, or keep in mind that um, your customer demands and your business structure are also going to come into play um, and they will have a role in um, really, what your daily and your weekly schedules look like. Um, so, for us, we know that delivery days are going to play a huge, huge role in what happens when. And that because we do have a scheduled delivery route for main season, um, we know that we have a Chicago route on Tuesday and a Chicago route on Thursday. Um, there's a lot of product that gets moved on those days. So, um, that's kind of a big deal. And Another way that we're able to kind of bring that whole customer demand influence into the picture um, is that order cutoffs for those specific delivery days are really going to help us determine when we're harvesting, how much we're harvesting, um, and and factors that play into that. Because if we know that the Tuesday delivery uh, cuts off at Sunday night... um, by Monday morning, I'm able to have a very detailed harvest list that breaks out everything the crew needs to harvest um, or have harvested um, by Monday at noon. Um, so that's that's huge. Um, and and same thing goes for Thursday delivery. I'm able to have that completed by that harvest list completed by Tuesday, so that we've got all day Wednesday to get it harvested, finished, prepped, packed, sleeved, ready to go out for Friday th- for Thursday morning when uh, tim heads off to chicago if you aren't running a delivery route like that which i'm i'm sure many of you aren't um, that's totally fine you can take that same principle and apply that to a retail setting so if you're selling retail bouquets um, on your website and you maybe you're doing a delivery service um, for retail you can have on your website that there's a 24-hour a minimum of a 24-hour turnaround on all orders so if you've got um, a birthday bouquet that is to be delivered on Thursday and it's Monday now. So you're able to work that into your schedule. You know that by Tuesday afternoon, that order is going to be um, finalized and you should have payment by then. Um, so you'll be able to, you know, make your preliminary decisions. You get a general idea of what you have on hand to work with. You'll know what your container is going to be. Um, so then, Thursday morning, it's not like, oh my gosh, I have no idea what I'm doing for this. Um, because you have that turnaround time built in and your customer knows that um, because hopefully they've read it. Um, and if they didn't read it and they become unhinged, you <laughs> you can send them a lovely screenshot clearly stating um, that there is a 24-hour turnaround time and they did not uh, read that. So make sure that that's in print um the other thing if you are coming to this uh situation or perspective of managing your time um the weather is also going to have a huge role in this if you're growing um if if you are a grower farmer garden or whatever you consider yourself in this chaotic life that we all live um weather is going to have a factor and it's going to play a role in this so I have a little bit of a breakdown here. So if you're harvesting in the morning, um, so har okay, let me retract this. Um, if you know that it's going to be super, super blazing hot during the middle of the day, which can happen in the spring and the summer and shit, even the fall here, we just had a whole week of heat wave. Like it's the end of October and we were in the seventies and eighties unheard of. Anyway, um, if you know it's going to be hot, harvest in the morning and in the afternoon. Makes sense, right? So that frees up. That decision has already been made for you. Like the weather report says that it's going to be 100 degrees from 11 to 3 um, in the afternoon. So instead of, you know, trying to power through and push through that 100 degree heat, which is stupid and idiotic, um, find something else to do. That that. Elemental decision has already been made for you, so instead of trying to fight it, work with it. Find something else to do that is less taxing on you and the plants. Just like we started talking about in the beginning, Um, same thing goes for spring. And and I say spring because we're talking about transplanting now. Um, If you know it's going to be hot, transplant in the in the morning and in the afternoon, and um, work on irrigation. Um, in during that hot period of time uh, because when you're working with irrigation, whether it's drip or overhead or whatever the case is, there's always going to be an element of water involved um, and because of that it makes it a little bit more enjoyable uh, when it is blazing hot. So if you're doing drip, um, this is a great time to um, throw on a big straw cap and, work on hooking all those fittings up to those drip lines, um, or running, uh, the, the header line. Um, all of those things you could do with a partner. If you've got somebody there to help you. Um, and it is, it is a little bit more detailed work. So, um, you know, taking it a little bit slower, making sure that you're doing a good thorough job, um, is kind of nice to do. Um, and then once you get that section or that block complete that you were working on, uh, transplanting, you can start moving on to the next section, um, and getting that set up and ready to go. Other things that we do when it's, you know, super, super hot, um, clean up greenhouses. Um, you wouldn't believe how much literal junk, uh, the entryways (laughs) of greenhouses (laughs) start to accumulate, um, just from people coming in and going out and pop cans and popsicle sleeves. Um, all of that stuff can be cleaned and tidied um should it be something that is like an automatic thing that happens yes is that the reality of it no so um taking some time to prioritizing things like that that are going to make the overall process environment um and just space a little bit nicer for everybody involved um I said earlier, uh, prepping boxes, making boxes, if you're shipping, um, anything like that that you could do ahead of time. For us, another one of those things is wrapping ice packs because we use ice packs when we ship um, and we like to have them in a a piece of newsprint so that the condensation um, isn't getting directly to the, the plant material that that ice pack is up against. There's always some sort of barrier. Uh, between the ice, the water, and that foliage, or the, the flower head itself. So any little uh, task that could seem uh, somewhat meaningless in the moment um, is really perfect for times like this. Um, also, if you need to like just not do something, that's okay as well. Um, in in this is really really easy for me to kind of fall into this hole um but when it comes to that summer busy season and and we could even apply this to to right now um you don't always have to be in a constant state of motion um and i i just i just literally said that like two sentences ago but What I'm trying to get out of my head is that just because you're always moving doesn't mean you're always moving in a right or forward direction. Um, Oftentimes, there is more value in just being, existing, and thinking rather than just doing for the hell of it. Um, A way to apply this. If you've, if you've had a very productive morning and the conditions are becoming un, unworkable, whether it's um, environmental, it's too hot, whether it's social, um, there was a disagreement, something happened, someone's not happy, you're not going to be able to be productive because of XYZ situation, whether in or out of your control, um, sometimes the best thing you can do is just to stop. And whether that's, you know, leave the farm. So take an hour off, go to town, get something for lunch, walk around a neighborhood, look at people's gardens or don't, and then go back for the afternoon or take a nap or sit on your phone and zone out for a second or suck down four popsicles underneath a shade tree. I don't care. But if it's going to make your afternoon more productive by you taking some of that time off mentally, physically, whatever the case is, that's totally fine. Totally fine. Because you are taking that time for yourself in order to make your remaining time in that day, in that week, better, more productive. Because it's not going to do anybody any good if you've got a shitty morning, shitty attitude, you're just... Pushing through, going through the motions, you're effing stuff up. Orders aren't right. Quality is not great, um, etc. And you just keep snowballing into that for the rest of the afternoon. Then that's no good for anybody. And I know that we all can like look back on the seasons prior, look back on days that you know stick out in your mind. Um, and I'm sure that you'll be able to pick out a situation where you've you've done exactly this. I know I have. I'm just like f this. I'm, you know, bonehead me. I'm just going to keep going um because I'll work through it eventually and it'll be fine. Um and you can do that. Go for it. Sure. But there are going to be things that will happen um on on the back end. Um whether that's, you know, Someone's order that you screwed up. You weren't paying attention to the quantities and they ordered five bunches of this, but you only sent them one because you just saw the name of the flower that they needed and didn't have the mental capacity to look at the quantity. Um, Things like that happen all the time. And sometimes it is avoidable if you would have just taken a second to chill out, regroup yourself, get your shit together, and then go back in. Um, So enough on that side shoot of a thought um anyway let's kind of dive into like the specifics because i think this is really interesting and this is i'm pretty sure where this whole topic actually came up um i I think it was from an instagram question someone wanted to know what our our day-to-day schedule looks like so i have this all broken out by day of the week monday through sunday because during summer season we are doing stuff literally every day of the week um And um, we're gonna start on Monday. So, and this in this next little like section, we'll we're gonna bounce between what I'm doing, what the crew is doing, the field crew is doing, and what wedding crew is doing as well. Because field crew during summer we had like five or six people. Um, Not everybody was full time for summer, and then for wedding crew there was two of us. So, and then I was kind of split between the two of the two of those between field and wedding, um, kind of in a managerial perspective for farm, uh, but very hands-on for wedding. So we'll I'll kind of make sure to clarify what, between the two of those when I can. Um, so Monday. By Monday, the, mid- the vast majority of all of the Tuesday-delivered products should be harvested. So Monday means that we're... Pulling wholesale orders, Um, the final, final harvesting is being done for Tuesday delivery. Um, We're sleeving buckets, we're making notes on um, wholesale order slips. We are sending out refunds if anything is not up to par. Um, We're also sending out retail bouquets and shipping out wholesale on Monday. So all that's happening out in the field and in the pack shed. Um, in the office, I'm getting caught up on emails, getting caught up on wedding inquiries, um, and hopefully writing some wedding proposals on Monday afternoon. Um, so all of that happens on Monday. Um, if And Monday was also the lightest day for actual bodies out in the field, for staff. Um, we only had two people working in the field, two to three working in the field on Monday, just because we were kind of, the field was kind of like on call for whatever pack shed needed um, to fill like missing quantities, things that didn't hold up, things that were harvested too early, et cetera. Um, so we kind of kept field people lighter um, for Monday. Tuesday, Tuesday morning at like 5 o'clock, the wholesale van would leave. So Tim would go to Chicago, run route. So all of that was happening three hours away from the farm, and we were making everything else happen here. So um, Tuesday, we were really starting to devote um, as much time, bodies, and hands to farm tasks that needed to be done. So those would be things like uh, planting, weeding, maintaining, um, really the general care. And then um, Julio would start on harvesting for Thursday delivery. Um, So in order for him to start harvesting for Thursday delivery, I needed to have the um, harvest list completed for him, which I would have because the order cutoff had come and gone by then. So all of the florist orders for Thursday delivery were in, um, and in Shopify, so I'd print off all the orders, compile everything, make sure I had everybody's order accounted for, and then I would start filling out um, and breaking everything down by what was needed by variety and by bunch. So he would have at, have that Tuesday morning, um, and then he would start harvesting while everyone else was working on um, general farm care. Um, so that was all happening in the office, in the field. Um, weddings Wedding stuff also happens on Monday and Tuesday afternoons. Um, So Monday afternoons, if wholesale stuff got done, then we would start on this. But otherwise, it would wait until Tuesday. Um, And this is going to be things like um, cleanup from the previous weekend. So cleaning up the studio, hauling out the trash, taking boxes out. um, And by Tuesday, most of our previous weekend's rentals had been returned. So for weddings, we rent out um, armatures, risers, candles, faux garlands, uh, faux greenery garlands, um, lots of candles. Lots and lots of candles we rent out. So those have been returned um, by this point, and all of that has to be cleaned and inventoried. Um, so cleaning glassware, cleaning soot out of glassware, melting wax splatter off, um, retouching risers with paint if they got chipped or scratched, um, making sure all of the garlands that have been returned are still in good quality, um, you know, things like that all all take time. So that's happening on Tuesday um, in the wedding studio. Um, so that's happening. Uh, We also start to kind of prep and get a general idea of what's happening um, for the current week and the next week's events. So um, we're Tuesday afternoon at this point, so we're starting to pull containers for um, this weekend's events, getting um, any special mechanics, special armatures prepped and made um, so that we know kind of what's going on. And then for the next week's weddings, um, I'm starting to any to work on ordering in if we have to, you know, get anything special. Um, and I'm also getting my wedding lists prepared for Julio and the farm, the field crew, um, because he can harvest most of our stuff early. Because I like to use more rugged things um, in weddings, just because we give, we got a lot of moving parts here. So um, I I like to simplify our crops that we use for our weddings as much as possible. So that's happening on Tuesday. Um, Wednesday, we are pulling wholesale for Thursday delivery. So um, same thing as we were doing on Monday. Um, Getting everybody's orders sorted, making sure quantities are there, quality is there, sleeving buckets. Um, Final harvest is happening in the morning if we're short anything. Um, So that's happening in the shop. And then farm tasks um, are just general maintenance on Wednesday. Um, so it's going to be things, um, like, like usual. Um, Wednesday afternoon and Thursday farm crew, um, are really like the day and a half to two days where field is field crew is able to have like focus on big projects if they need to get done. So, um, if the, if it's, you know, there's two sections of the field that have like been neglected and the weeds are really getting crazy. Um, then one of the guys will go through with the weed trimmer. The other will follow with the push mower to clean out the aisles. And then from there they'll just really dive into the beds and getting beds cleaned up. So that's, that's huge. That's kind of how that happens and how that works. Um, Friday. Oh, well, um, wait, what day were we on? Oh, we were finishing up Wednesday, farm tasks. Okay, Thursday, um, wholesale delivery goes out again, early morning. Tim's in Chicago, and he also will hit Madison usually on Thursdays, um, making sure everybody's got their stuff, everything's good to go. Um, and Thursday is another uh, – or it is are the f- start of our productions for weddings. Um, so if we've got weddings on Friday, we'll start on Wednesday um, for production for weddings um, just because of like the way the timeline usually works out. Um, Because if we've got weddings on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we'll start on Wednesday for Friday. Thursday will be for Saturday, and then Friday will be for Sunday weddings. So we kind of have to, you know, plan ahead and work into it that way. Um, So Thursday, wholesale's gone out, wedding production begins, coolers are getting packed full of finished product. Friday, Um, We're delivering weddings. Um, We do that usually in the morning, and then we're back by noon or early afternoon in the studio so that we can finish and complete wedding production so that that's done. Um, Friday, we also have the bulk majority of all of the wholesale orders for Tuesday. So Friday, late morning, early afternoon, Julio and the crew will start to harvest the things that I would consider to be shelf-stable. So when I'm making the harvest lists for the crew in Google Sheets, I will maybe put like an asterisk or a little note by something if it's able to be harvested on Friday. Um, Because if it's something like a hardened off crop of celosia or lisianthus or ranunculus or whatever the case may be um, that can be held in a cooler for a very, very long time, um, we can harvest all of that stuff on Friday. And it can sit in, in the coolers in the shop and it'll be more than fine for delivery on Tuesday. So um, I would say on a weekly basis, the vast majority of our Tuesday delivered crops are harvested on Friday. Um, Saturday, we are delivering weddings and then wholesale harvesting is being completed for Tuesday delivery. Um, so that's going to be your more delicate things, things that aren't going to um, be able to sit for a prolonged period of time. Um, that happens usually on Saturday. Sometimes it will wait until Sunday night. Um, if we know that it's something that is not gonna hold up for a super long time, like Cafe dahlias, and they have to go out on Tuesday delivery, we'll harvest those Sunday night so that they're ready for Monday so that they can go out on Tuesday morning. Um, so, Sunday, uh, delivering weddings, and then, uh, we rest. So, we usually, um will wedding crew will take off Saturday night and then Sunday afternoons, um, which in full disclosure, wedding crew is me, George, my partner, um, and my parents usually. Um, so that's, that's who that is really, you know, doing the thing. Um, so if there is, you know, a day where we don't have a wedding or I've blocked it off on the calendar, it's really us just taking a moment to breathe. Um, during, during the crazy, because then Monday it all starts again. So it is, it is a constant rotation. It is a constant ebb and flow. Um, more so it's a constant flow (laughs) during, during summer season, um, which our busy season really honestly, very truly runs from the beginning of May all the way through until the end of November, middle of December. Um, because in the spring, we're starting with Mother's Day. We hit Easter a little bit. We we more so really, really hit Mother's Day. And then from there, it goes into wedding season. You're in the Midwest. And then wedding season will take us all the way through October. And then November's a little bit of an awkward time sometimes. Um, it can be really busy if we have a late frost. Or it can be, you know, kind of chill. And then from there, we hit Christmas. Um, so... It is there is always something to do, um, and it can be very, very overwhelming sometimes, and it is. It's not always a can. it definitely is, is. Um, but the thing to remember is that not everything has to be done today. And if you do have the luxury and the ability to build a network and to build a team and to build those support bodies and people around you who do genuinely believe in the good that you are are doing and you are all on the same page as far as what the goal at the end of the day is, it makes it manageable. And I didn't think that I would be there. Um, At the beginning of the season, we had um, our farm manager who we had hired, um, the previous fall um they had nine years of experience at another flower farm that closed and it was supposed to be a great fit um she just all of a sudden quit texted one night and was like i'm done and i and it was very out of the blue unexpected <laughs> totally out of nowhere i was like okay thank you for your time here thank you for everything that you've done and i went into a spiral um and that's honestly why our wedding load is very light this fall because in that it is it is because i i didn't know what the hell was going on what was going to happen um so we closed wedding books by like the end of march and whatever was booked was booked um we weren't taking on new big clients and it was like survival mode until we really you know Got Julio trained, and and Julio will have years, years until he knows exactly what needs to be done when. But um, that that is something that takes time, um, and and we're working on it. He's made huge, huge improvements, leaps and bounds. Um, but it is those really uncomfortable moments that can oftentimes um, really force you, as maybe the business owner or the manager, uh, to really prioritize what has to happen and what has to have first priority. And also how can you take those uncomfortable moments and make them beneficial for not only yourself, your business, but also the people and the crew around you. How can you teach those people through and coach those people through those moments where you feel like you need to just throw it all away. Um, And that's honestly what a lot of this season has been. Um, What, you know how can we learn from this? How can we move forward? How can we get better? And and what can you do to retain the information? Um, and a lot of times it's it's learning by doing, and learning by effing up, and then learning and by doing it again, um, and doing it right. So that's how we manage our time during the summer chaos. So I hope this was helpful. This was definitely a little bit of a deep dive into our daily life um, here at. Clara Joyce. Um, so yeah, that's that's what we've got going on, <laughs> that's what we do. Um, next week I'm talking about how to build a wholesale website, which kinda does play into this whole timeline situation. Um, so we'll we'll learn about that. I do feel, I hope that, okay, I hope that these topics that we're talking about now at this point in the season Are beneficial for you. And I think that they can be and they will be um, if you think ahead or if you use it to reflect like I'm doing. Um, So if you are able to, you know, take these principles and to take these scheduling thoughts and timelines and everything else and implement that into your next season, which is what you should be doing at this point in the year, if you've already been taken out by frost, is constantly be thinking six months in advance. Okay, so how can we take what we've talked about and apply it to next year? And that's for you because I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what your situation's like. I don't know what your life is like. I don't know what your business is like. You do, not me. So take this, maybe pick out one piece or a half a piece or five pieces, I don't care, and implement it into your next year to make your process, your life a little bit easier and a little bit better. That's the goal. That's the whole goal is to make this better. So thank you for being here. I appreciate you. I appreciate you having interest in what's going on uh, you wanting to learn. And I'm so, so grateful to be able to have this ability to share. Um, If you have questions, please let me know. You can send me an email at drew at ClaraJoyceFlowers.com. Please do follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook and on Instagram. On our website, ClaraJoyceFlowers.com, we've got so much stuff available right now. Um, I just released all of our Christmas stuff, so if you're local, you can uh, purchase and pick up. Um, If you're not local, we'll gladly ship many, many things to you. We also have all of our fall bulbs available. Tulips are actually on sale right now, so if you need a few last-minute things for the gardens, snatch them. We've also got all of our spring-shipped rooted cuttings, dahlia tubers, um and rooted cuttings are dahlias mums geranium etc all that's available now so you can order it now we'll ship it to you in the spring um so there's lots and lots of really good great 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 things and products available um on the website as well so i will see you next week we're talking about wholesale websites which are very important um and uh hope you have a fabulous day uh stay safe drink water even though it's not super duper hot this time of year and um i'll see you then thanks for being here bye